everybody. Welcome to Profitable Powerhouse Properties with the AHI Group. I am Jonathan Token with me as always. Brian Jenkins. So uh, today we have with us David Lightfritz and uh, Kelly Allred. Hello. Which Hello. different companies entirely, but but you know, anyways, we're, we're coming coming from two distinctly different places. Absolutely. So. And and hey, we are not in Birmingham. This yeah. is another one like remember remember those we did in Memphis? It's like that. Only yeah. we're in Nashville. We're in Nashville, Vegas. We are. Man, <laughs> this place is great. Is last, after last night, seeing all those twinkly LEDs and all that. <laughs> there was a lot of twinkly it's, stuff it's out there. Right? Vegas, that's right. Ooh, it was fun stuff. But we are in Nashville at the Southern States Conference yeah. for uh, Narcom. And so we, we, we got David here and we got Kelly here. And so we wanted to, you know, sit down and discuss uh, property management and and virtual assistance and just the ways that, that in turn, it, it, it saves us time and money, but but that also in turn is going to help the investor who's who listens to us anyways. That's going to help them save time and money and headache and all kind of stuff. Yep. So, I mean, David, you've had probably out of everybody, I mean, Every property manager I talk about or to, you probably have more background with with virtual assistants than anybody I know, right? I I think for the most part, yeah, I've been using Global Strategic for about four years. Okay. We started with one and grew to 11. No, I have 12 currently. I'm not sure I have the most. I think there's a couple other companies out there, one in in Birmingham that has more than me, but we won't bring him up. Okay. So let's go into the background a little bit before okay. we, so we can kind of set the stage, know where these guys yeah, are Yeah, I just from. Want, want everybody listening to be excited about this is This is where we're going here. Yeah. Everything is everything is moving uh, at the speed of light for technology, and this just is like the next, like, obvious step. Yeah, it's, it's almost an evolutionary step. It really is. I, I've gotten really excited from our conversation a little downstairs and, and where that was going. And so it's just, I'm, I'm jumping forward. But yeah, let's do backgrounds, Brian. You're, you're, you're on point. So we'll start with David. My background, I currently am the Chief Operating Officer for Atlantic Properties, Inc., which is uh, really two different companies, uh, ERA Atlantic Realty and then Atlantic Property Management. We do have a sister company, which is called Property Pro Services, which is our maintenance and repair. We're a licensed general contractor. I personally have been in the real estate business almost 20 years. I've been with property management since we opened the door in 2006. It's been 13 years. And background, education-wise, I'm degree in finance with a minor in law from the University of Akron in Ohio. I've married one fun child. Fact. Yeah, fun fact, I, I mentor a young man uh, through an agency in, in uh, Birmingham, so uh, great great organization. And uh, he's at a family reunion in Akron. Oh, really? Yeah, they just drove up. He texted me while we were downstairs. Hey, and at the University. Yeah. yeah, passed all those yeah. great tire manufacturing yeah, facilities. So. Yes, sir. That's me. <laughs> Kelly? I'm Kelly Allred with Global Strategic Business Process Solutions. Um, We do virtual assistance a little bit different. Uh, We have a center that all of our folks report to. Nobody works from home, so it's different than the VA world that the property managers and investors were used to. It's a different model. So because of that model, all of our employees report to that center every day. There's a team lead, a supervisor, and backups. So we don't worry about people leaving. We train the new person. You train us one time, then we take it from there. So it's different than the VA model. I had a client today who chose a VA company. That person quit. It was going to be four weeks to get another VA. We don't have that problem. And can Can I back that up? Sure. That's the big reason I speak so highly. When we hire a VA, we train them one time. And from every point forward, if that VA quits, is sick, calls off, gets married, moves away, 
Global has typically one or two other people trained behind that person. I honestly never know if somebody calls off sick. Yeah. We, when there's never a, hey, I'm sorry, Joe's off today. Can you cover on your end? That never occurs. Um, and our team, when I always I brag about this, our team is our team. We don't share. I mean, the VA world is a lot of perceptions. And our, our, our team is my 12 people. We don't share them with another company. Yeah. It's like a pool of people, like a call center field. These, these VAs, I and mean, I hate that word in some time. We ain't saying that word. You'll hear me call them agents quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, not a real estate agent, but a, a call center agent. Sure. They're, they're not pooled. They're not virtual. See, in my mind, yeah. that's that's the first time I heard virtual assistants, and it was specifically talking about yeah. David. Uh, the, the first time I was like, you know, David, he uses he uses these virtual assistants. In my brain, that was what it was. Is oh, so there's a call center of people that yeah. can answer a call in there and where some other country yeah, yeah, and yeah. Can, can pick up a phone. I mean, and that's still like, well, that, that has its benefits, but it's not that. That's no. not what we're talking about. No, these, these young ladies, these many ladies that come to a high-rise building, they are four-year educated, typically college educated. They walk into a data center. They are not allowed to have their cell phones or any personal data. Their computers don't have uh, USB drives. It is completely, what's the word? For the security, security ISO certified. ISO certified. If, if any of you know anything about the security of a of an office, okay, that's the highest you can have. Because right. you guys rep like banks and yeah, we do a lot of work in the default banking world. Okay, and lawyers and attorneys. Uh, so we have to meet compliance and we get uh, audited. Chase audited us a couple months ago. We passed very nicely. Oh, wow. because of our security settings. And back to the naming, real quick. We actually we like to try to call the the virtual assistant by their title of which the job they do. So okay. if it's an assistant private manager, in our office, we like to call them the assistant private manager <clears throat> instead sure. of the VA. Like Absolutely. That's a bad connotation. Yeah. 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 And then, so a couple of questions. I think it's it's probably a good idea to point out that the fact that what your service provides is not just for property management companies. Yeah. So anybody listening could have a business out there that has a need. Any admin application, uh, just as an example, I have a company in California that uh, if you want anything to do with a saltwater fish, Marine Depot, we have five people doing all their order back office work. Nice. I was in the gym one day and talked to a guy that worked wow. in the medical field, and didn't he sign up with you? A medical staffing company. Medical staffing company. Uh, they, they put temporary doctors into offices where maybe a doctor's going on vacation for a month. Yeah. They put a doctor in there. You've probably been to the dentist before. The dentist is on vacation. Right. They have a sub-dentist. That company handles doing that kind of thing. And all we did was call clinics and say, are you going to have anybody out and need a nurse or a doctor? And got on business to go in those facilities. Yeah, I just thought that was worth noting because I've had people call me for reference for you guys as well. And I noticed that they're in completely unrelated industry. Yeah. So, so that's a, a key point. Well, that's kind of our, our, our listeners and what we talked about uh, I mean, long ago, we're talking about the, 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 the investor who is our, our listener. It's not just somebody who's in solely interested in real estate anymore. It's a lot of the time it's, it's people that are doctors or lawyers oh, yeah. or have their own yeah. business doing something else. It's like, Hey, I've got this money. I need to put it aside in the house, but also they have other businesses. Our, our clients have other businesses. And just, just buying, gonna, I was going to say, an investor of any size of portfolio, they're, you got to do accounting. You got to do, you know, payroll. So you got to do things. a lot of back end stuff. And when I started with Kelly, the, the very first um, virtual uh, assistant we used was an assistant property manager, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was John. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. And then it just sort of grew. And, and it was every every task I needed done, I would call Kelly and say, "Hey, can you guys do applications? Hey, 
can you do accounting? Hey, can you do phone calls? Hey, can you do projects? I mean, they'll go through, they can audit your accounts, they can go in and, and you know, go into your database and make sure that all the tenant names are correct or all the, the procurement fees are correct. And it's just anything you need. I've never had him say no. Have you? Not very often. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had him say no to a request. In the real estate world, we can't put the sign in the yard, but we can do the order sure. to order the sign. Nice. <laughs> Hey, uh, I need some time. Thanks, man. On the investor side, you'd be surprised. A lot of the big investment companies hang on to properties for a time. Okay. And uh, I'll get a lot of calls from them where they they've held on to 500 properties in a certain market that they want to. They're they're rented already. They got tenants in there. We've helped them put them into a different system. They they may have not been in a system. They they might load them in property where or whatever they may have. We've done that for some of the investment companies. So it's like getting all like all the administrative work out of the way. You right, know, right. The and then they may sell that, that they may sell or... that portfolio later. Sure. But they, they held on to it to reap some of the expenses and get it laid out to where they wanted it, and then they sold that portfolio. So I've got a question for you, David. <clears throat> so this is for my own knowledge, um, and, and Jonathan. So how do you integrate your BAs into your your team environment? We you know, we said it on the class uh, about company culture and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So we mentioned, first of all, not using the, the terminology virtual assistant, but mm-hmm. calling them by the role that they're fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So how do you, can you explain maybe a step further as to how do you make them feel part of the team? How do you get the team to integrate with the virtual assistant? Well, one of the first things we do, we do a weekly call with them every week. I mean, if it was one, if it's 12. Um, so it's a staffing call. And that way they feel like they can voice their concerns, they have other issues, because they're so very literal that they will follow a process to a T. And sometimes we want them to kind of think outside the box. So that's one of the first ways. Um, they do interact very closely with their property managers. I have three property managers and only two virtual assistants that are assistant property managers. So two take care of three. So there's a lot of interaction. Just, But the introduction, is it's really kind of in the beginning stages when we first get a new person and a lot of times they're they're so well trained, you just know the name changed and the culture has always been wonderful. Because David what David White lists his people with by that he's got them on his website. So if you go to his website, his team is on there. And and a lot of our clients do that. Uh, so they're they're actually part of the team. We put the name of the company and over the, there where they're located. Have their picture and their titles and their it's an you know phone systems talk back and forth. So I, if I pick the phone up and dial extension one, two, three, I'm going to be talking to John in the Philippines. Right. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. So I don't know if I answered the question correctly. No, you did. And um, I think maybe, so we've, we've addressed it from maybe a client or consumer base, but uh, so your weekly calls, I'm, I'm just speaking of your whole team mm-hmm. integrating with the VAs. I think you've got some interaction between assistant property managers and property managers going on naturally, mm-hmm. okay? Which, you you know, as we talk, I'm getting all these ideas spinning around in my head. Uh, which Kelly's saying good. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, me too. Like, <laughs> you and I have been talking about it since we've we been talking there. about it. So uh, I tossed it out there. But um, but the other thing is just, you know, just making sure, A, that the virtual assistant feels welcomed in the team and that that's flowing in both directions. So Yeah, and I think there are things, um, you know, they send pictures on social media, they connect on Facebook together. Yeah. Um, a lot of our team members do that with these guys and it's it's fun to watch because the, they're very entertaining people. They love to sing. I mean, really? Oh, it's amazing. You should uh, see some videos. You should check out the Facebook site. They do dance competitions at Christmas. That's hilarious. I mean, they're talented. I mean, it's amazing to watch them. They love to sing and dance. But, um, 
it's just a really good culture. It's really neat. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we need to step up our game because, <laughs> uh, well, we have the Elmer. He's our first, first seat. So, uh, and I love him to death. I mean, he does anything you ask him to do. Yeah. Puts a priority on anything you I ask mean, him to and do. I'll add to that, you know, if, and how you know like what you utilize we get the daily reports. Yeah. I'm sure you get a daily report and you get a, a summary report if it's weekly and monthly. And it's it's just we track, you know, FTE, you know, full time employment hours. And um, if they're working eight hours, it'll say 8.0 or 7 or 1.0. If it's 1.1, they're giving you a little extra. Right. If it's 0.8, you may call Kelly or 0.7. You may call Kelly and say, hey, I see John has a 0.7 FTE this week. I can he jump in and do another project for me. Sure. So they can fill the gap up mm -hmm. in time. They're Which really I, I love the reports because when we first got started, I had a staff member kind of shut the faucet off and it was like, I got a FTE of like 0.16. I'm like, what? what? That's wrong. <laughs> Immediately got something on the phone and took care of that. <laughs> yeah, so, something wrong. Uh, yeah. I'm going to put Brian on the spot. I hope you don't mind. Because another side to show you how it can integrate, Brian really recently lost an employee that our person sort of reported to. Yeah. The, I was there for that. The FTE, we do an FTE model, which is full-time equivalent, which is the percentage of work done in the productive day. So they're about 106 every day. It didn't hit any kind of stoppage. Yeah. When that employee it left, dipped, really. it never dipped. Yeah. Um, our guy, Elmer's work, stayed constant. Brian had a call to introduce the new person, yep. but the work we were doing just kept going. Yeah, sure. Seamless. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of the reverse of us losing somebody. Which you, we don't if, lose if, you talk about, if you lost an employee, I mean, say you lost an accountant, it was a, say a W-2 employee, oh, yeah. it would take you four weeks to, by the time you interview and interview and interview, then replace and train and you're just scrambling. Well, we, you know, we had the, uh, we were fortunate enough to hire from within and a team member that had been with us for two years and kind of worked hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And there's a natural transition, but there's still a little bit of a dip once it ramps up mm -hmm. and, and gets everything. Well, also, the the employee that left she was it, she wasn't leaving out of any sort of like right, she oh, was just in right. she was just changing right. changing career which opportunity her, yeah. which is great right. so she Take actually helped us yeah. transition the new sure. the new person so I mean it was it was great there was like a there was a hey I'm moving up to do this thing which is yeah, great was, we're all proud great transition so, like yeah I'm going to do my dream job there's always great still awesome this, but even, even in we're the gonna miss scenario there's a slight dip. Yeah, absolutely. And the same thing, you know, going back to we had we had an early on change with you guys a couple months in, right? Mm -hmm. And because uh, Elmer, it seems like Elmer's been the only one there, but it's not the case. But there was a transition, and that was, you know, that was pretty. We had somebody before so, Elmer. That's crazy. Yeah. If we can, you want to talk about um, English speaking? Yeah, that's yeah. probably a big concern for people, you know, listening to the podcast as to how well they speak English. How clear they speak English. Sure. And um, we've had a couple that we said, no, we that's not good enough. Okay. They found somebody else. But English is their main language. They are taught English from birth. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, we use uh, we use Elmer many times. We're following up on work orders. So he's yeah. verbally reaching out to our vendors yeah. electronically and verbally as well as our tenants. No I, complaints. I want to answer yeah. the phone, the main line in yeah. every day. Oh, wow. We answer the phone a lot in Georgia, okay. and I think that's a good uh, representation that nothing's ever said yeah. about it. Uh, oh, yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. 100%. So is that a Southern Philippine accent? Yeah. Yeah. Do they know how to say roll time? We don't get any any complaints. We do another. uh, We teach them the significance of those words. Another lady in in Atlanta, we do all of her leasing calls, every bit of it. And so anybody applying for any of her properties, we're talking to them. And there's never any bad feedback on that. Well, let's talk about that's That's all. That's how it's helping us. But is there an easy way how to, to explain how this translates to the the investor having you know less hassle, uh, making more money out of yeah, the situation? I, I mean, it, I can speak to that first. Okay. Uh, David's probably a great contributor to this discussion as well. I think that by pulling some of the administrative task off, mm-hmm. uh, at least from my perspective, I think that frees your property managers up. 100% agree more. Okay. They don't get caught in the weeds. They're actually doing the stuff that makes the difference for the investor and the client. So, uh, and that's one perspective. I like your perspective of having an assistant property manager as a virtual assistant supporting your property manager. Well, because I, we always, what I've always believed in that the property manager is to do the, the three things that generate revenue. Okay. Right leases, get them moved in, and do the renewals. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, generate revenue. That's their job. And that they're paid a commission to get leases in the front. Sure. So with stuff that they're not really making money on is phone calls for work orders, application processing, you know, advertising the properties on MLS and Georgia MLS. So that's all what the assistant manager does. And that frees up that time. And that's important too, because yeah. we've talked on previous episodes about the importance of doing the maintenance and mm-hmm. doing it in a manner as it relates to how many people renew with you. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. That, so that, those things that aren't necessarily, and, yeah. Now, if I may jump in, the renewals, um, our Jolie, Jolie. Jolie, our, our marketing coordinator, tees up our renewals 90 days out. No, 120 days out. Okay. So by the 60-day mark, they're ready to either yes or no, or it's an auto-renew, or it's an increase, or they're moving out. And they're all teed up for every property manager. So the manager, all they have to do is come in and kind of open up a spreadsheet and go, okay, I got these to work on today because these are 120 days out. Right. It's, it's, it's really... So how does that look, uh, let me just say this, how does that look in your process of, you've got a virtual assistant, team those up, getting them ready for your property managers. Is the virtual assistant doing market analysis for you or is that no, the property manager? That's the manager will pull like the rent range, the value right. of the property. Yeah, they okay. don't get into all that. So they're feeding it to the VA before yes. they engage, right? Yeah, and then what they'll do, the, the Jolie would actually actually make the phone call or the email saying, would you like to renew or stay or go? And they'll know whether to go then go further and to analyze the property, talk to the owner, do you want to raise the rent? Do you want to, what do you want to do from that point? So you just want gauge the level of interest. That's right. Okay. I'm just sitting here thinking about this from the standpoint of like, we underutilize them, honestly. Yeah. We, we, there's so many. Well, we've got, and our current seat is in a strictly administrative role. Absolutely. So we want to transition that, you know, in the future as we grow. So the man that could do that for me sitting right across. Absolutely. The man that introduced us is on the microphone as well. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And and it, it just becomes like this. It's what we were talking about on the way in from Birmingham up, up here to Nashville. We're talking about what sets us apart, what sets any property manager apart. And it seems the next big wave of what's happening is all, and, and we've seen it from the very beginning of us doing this podcast. It's, oh, well, people can buy properties from, from California and, and never leave their couch, right? And it just becomes this, this all right, well, the thing that is slowly creeping up. It's no longer, hey, I can't sell my house anymore, so will you rent it? It's, right. hey, I'm buying this house in your city because your city has better returns than mine. I don't ever have to be there ever. I just 
want to do this and I can find out all the information from this mm -hmm. place. And, and it's just the technology aspect is growing in such a way that, that it, it seems like if whatever property manager, any of our investors or, or listeners are using, if they're, if they're not up to date on the, the latest technology for every piece of their business, it just seems like they're just dragging their feet and it's, it can't be someone's best option if, if, well, I could go use Joe Bob over here that writes everything down with a pencil on some paper or, you know, use these guys that it's, have. I think it's all procedures and the fact that, you know, you're talking about technology and I would challenge the three property managers on this podcast right now. How many things have you dealt with since you've been here? And the point with that is you can deal with stuff remotely. You yeah. don't have to be in the office anymore. Correct. It's not a phone call. It's electronic. It's. You know, yeah. I can't tell you how many leases I've signed, lease renewals I've signed while I've been here, mm -hmm. uh, all yeah. DocuSign or Blue Ink. And, you know, the show just keeps on running. Yeah. The procedures are still processing. It, the processes and procedures are already in place. So I think that this allows you to refine those a bit. Agreed. And you have stuff working in the background, and you're not taking away from your people or your boots on the ground that need to be focused on what, what they need to be doing daily for you Yeah. as an investor and as a property manager. Do... do do we want to talk about what we just talked about downstairs? I know that's not let me, necessarily. Let me throw one thing out, really, ahead, uh, so yes. it's not lost: is increased efficiency and savings. Yeah, that's a big thing. David is a perfect example. One of the reasons uh, David got with us is he had a assistant property manager quit one morning, and luckily we had a girl there that had worked for another. Literally company. walk out. I'm sure he knew that well in advance, right? <laughs> and then, uh, luckily, had a lady working there that had worked with us previously and so he gave me a call so we filled a position that david was having trouble keeping okay so so it wasn't that he replaced people he was having people leave the position oh, and, and hard to hire okay. he had to hire somebody retrain all this stuff yeah. and and they didn't they didn't want to stay there yeah, that's an efficiency killer. actually yeah, i had somebody downstairs today ask me how is their knowledge in the real estate world how is their virtual assistance knowledge yeah like, do they understand what a garbage disposal is? Do they understand, you know, if it's clogged up, take the key and turn it? Do they understand uh, what the plumbing leaks in the toilet? Do they go to the back of the toilet and turn the valve off? Sure. And I said, well, you know, I think it's probably about the same challenge I had with hiring a W-2 employee. Sure. Right. Is the experience and understand as an assistant property manager, you have to have some idea of, you know, hey, my toilet's overflowing. What do I do? Okay, hang on. I'll call you back. That's not a good answer. So it's a challenge. Is actually equal. You're still trying to educate me. So they've done a great job educating them on property yeah, management, I, on sales. The other point is that we've discussed in the past is that property manager position is a licensed individual. That's correct. Experience. That's a licensed. So individual. that's your that's your expert on your team, right, right there. Right. So yeah. So teaching. And they have a relationship where they go to their property manager if they get a question they they don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. it seems like you just put put a uh, little check marks in place of if you don't know this answer, they at least know who to go and get well, that we answer start that, from. We start that with a new client. We ask for the if-thens. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. most most clients know their immediate if-thens, and then we develop those if-thens as we move along with them. So we've got all the Davids down, you know, yeah. pretty well know what to do. But new client, will ask them for their if-thens. You know, where do we go if this happens? Sure. Hey, guys. Brian and Jonathan here. Today, we want to tell you about one of our sister companies, the Birmingham Insurance Group. We all know to maximize cash flow and ROI, investors and property managers need an insurance broker who knows their business. Birmingham Insurance Group, aka BIG, does just that. 
They specialize in the single family residential rental market with customized products that really check all the boxes and they're at affordable rates. They have 24 seven online access where you can pay your bill, add or remove properties, issue certificates, and best of all, everything is on your schedule. Don't worry, they do business in all 50 states, so reach out to Richard Davis and the team to see what Big can do for you. Call them today at 205-616-1107 or online at bhaminsgroup.com. Some people aren't real good at writing processes for their company because it's very hard, very time consuming to sit down and write, well, step one is this, step two is this. If this happens, do this, then this, you know, like Kelly just said. So I just actually, who was it? Uh, one Tal Kramer, I'm allowed to say his name. You are. Um, he's, he, uh, he asked I don't think question. he's in a witness protection. That, that, not, not right now. I mean, he, he was on, he was on the, the big, yeah. the big recording right, yes. from Pelham anyway. Oh, so he's, 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 our he's, listeners he's, heard like before. Paper towel, she's saying. Yeah. His, 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 right. his wife, they don't have all the process written down, but Kelly, they'll help write those for you Yeah. as you grow kind of with them. Then you got good guys like you that are like, hey, Hey, Brian, he's these guys. And by the way, you can take a look at my processes, tweak them, make them your own, and send them to Kelly. Oh, that's great. So, <laughs> that saved me a ton of time. I, you know, sure. It took us years. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, I can see that. We call them, we call them team hot, hot meetings or something because we'd spend two hours a day for months and months and months going through all the scenarios. the brain of all yeah, your you I feel like I was in college getting right in four days. Oh, this is great. So this okay. So this okay. Is, so we're gonna can of worms. Okay. So we're gonna and, and, kicked around. And, right okay. Now. We've we've talked. All right. So so we've talked about what we all have expertise on right now. But but our podcast isn't just about bringing people in and doing a commercial for themselves. We're talking about the industry as a whole and right. and what makes what's exciting in real estate and property management and, and having properties. And we were just downstairs and we were introduced to what was her name? Dina Uffberg. Oh my gosh! Like, okay, <laughs> this all right. Th this product and service, I guess, is probably the most game-changing concept. At least of me recent memory. I'll, I'll say that. That's yeah. It's, I, it's, I, a game it, it's 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 a process that Brian and I have have without really a good solution talked about a few times and and what steps what 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 puts. You apart, yes, yeah, the technologies. Well, another thing that is going to set you apart because tenants don't care about your technology. No, a tenant mm -hmm. looking at a property, they just need a place to rent. Mm -hmm. What's going to make one property that's identical to another property more valuable than the other to them? Is it all right? This one has got you know newer, slightly newer paint than this one, but I mean, the they're, they're essentially I all the same. So back to the tenant piece for just a okay. Minute. So I think. I would argue a little bit um, tenants do like your technology. The problem is if your competitors have the same technology you have, sure. you have no distinct advantage. And what I mean by that is you have a tenant move in and they have to drop off or mail their rent check right. versus going with another management company for a house the same price yeah. down the street that has online, online payment. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it becomes ease of use. What's the easiest right. thing to do? You know what else would be the easiest thing to do, Brian? Be not have a security deposit. That's absolutely right. Man, what a game changer! Now that, I'm sure all now, our investors like would make your property rent quicker. Yeah. Yes. Now our investors, I'm sure, like, whoa! You can't not have a security deposit. What happens if they break everything? Right. I think that drives a tenant to do business with you versus your competitor. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. I can think of specifically the the thing that that 
really blew my mind is thinking about it from a C-class C property standpoint. Those people are, in genera generality speaking, they have less uh, disposable income just right. in general. They're going to. And so the difference between... Movement nine, a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal Real to come up with two times of two, oh. like tw twice my, my monthly rent. I got to yeah. come up with two of those. Yeah. I mean, if they're living paycheck to paycheck, it's really hard to, 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 to come up with two times your monthly expenses right. Right. just to move and, and to come into a new house. So so if you are if you have a portfolio of, let's just call it what, what we we have a few of, little portfolios of like 10 properties, they're all C-class properties. And if you have two or three vacancies, that's pretty rough. And how do you set that apart from the other C-class properties that are someone else's portfolio, which generally in C-class areas, they're going to be mostly high-rent areas. Almost every property in the area is going to be rental areas. People have options when they're in C-class areas. They have options of, I can rent this one at, at $750 or $850 or $950 or this one or this one or this yeah, one. Probably what five, stands each one of those apart? Yeah, half a mile so, so how, do you take, how do you take yours and make it the most attractive? What we always talk about you do want it to look nice. You can't just put lipstick on a pig. Quality is going to bring you the best quality. Tenant, for sure. That we, we talk about that. We talk about make sure that you are pricing it within the actual market rent. Don't inflate it. Don't expect more than what you can get out of it. And then what is the only other thing? Because anybody can really do that if they have a halfway right. you know, qualified uh, property, property manager yeah. or, or, or somebody that knows what they're doing. How do you set apart from that point? You've narrowed it down from you know five homes, so now there's two. So right. what makes the difference? This one doesn't have a security deposit. Well, people would might as well tell her name. Her yeah, absolutely. Name. The company name is Hello Rented. Yeah. And from my understanding, the way the program works, the, the tenant still applies uh -huh. to the property management company that has a property listed. Sure. They go to the same application process. But if they are given the option whether to qualify for a a no security deposit because hello rented will cover for them one adult applies whoever's if it's even a husband wife one person applies it's like a 90 or 95 dollar application fee and if approved they will put which up is paid by the applicant which yeah. is paid only if they're approved it's paid right. and hello rented will put up the security deposit for the tenant now this also goes for existing companies that have existing tenants they will flip the security deposit around for those that qualify if you've got a company that has 1,000 doors, if they're all single family or whatever, and it's a 400 qualify, it will give you a one-for-one -one exchange on that dollar and flip the money around. And it tenant, it's like Christmas in July. I think yeah. Brian said it earlier. Yeah, I did. And what that does, it frees them up. And and what the, most people probably think, well, what's a tenant pay? I mean, how, how do they make their money? How does Hellerrenda make their money? Yeah. And from my understanding, the tenant pays 1% of rent mm -hmm. back if they approved. So it, if $1,000 rent, they pay 10 bucks a month for a one-year lease, they pay $120 plus a $90 to apply. And at the end of the 12 months, if they've done any damage or whatever, it comes out and they cover two times for the security deposit once approved. So they cover $2,000 of damage for the $1,000 rent. Yeah. It's I, just an amazing I mean, program. It's, it's a no-brainer, really. I mean, it's an amazing it's, it's, I, I can sit here, I can, I can play, you know, uh, uh, audience. Talk about the return. Oh, God. yeah, absolutely. I mean, if a tenant moves out and there's no damage charged to security deposit, the property management company, you know, they actually earn a return on the money um, that's being held. Yeah, I mean, that's... So they make money yeah. on a program that costs them nothing. It's absolutely free. And we can even, I can't even get into the data and the, the data points that they have. Because yeah, Tenant Hello Rented is a 
30 unconditional it's a data, data technology it's a technology yeah that's company. what she that's what she was saying was we're, yeah. we're not a real estate company. we're not just we're, a, we're not the, screwed we are a tech technology company. Company. well the, yeah. the you know the first thing that stood out where she kind of started was uh talking about the uh, id verification yeah the yeah, facial so, recognition yeah, software facial recognition software so taking a picture of a, a state issued or a government issued id mm -hmm. and then taking a, a selfie mm -hmm. and actually submitting both of those us or foreign right because this company is an Israeli-based company, that's awesome. and that's where the technology actually came yeah, from. She said the technology came from the, what they're utilizing. Yeah, the, the two gentlemen approach. that I know that own it—they're uh, just—I mean, just geniuses. They're yeah. just, they're, you know, they're just very, very, very smart. Yeah. Well, Dana has what you said—a double masters. She has no double MBA. A yeah, double MBA. A double MBA from Columbia. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, and, and I can play audience surrogate, and most of the time that's that's, that's my right. role in this podcast, anyways. If you're going play audience that's surrogate, that's 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 always so if you get an email or a phone call from yeah. your property manager saying, hey, Jonathan, <laughs> hey, we got this new program, and by the way, we can refund your whole security deposit for you if you want to go ahead and apply for this program. And if you qualify, we'll be able to flip your security deposit back to you in the month of July. That's the Christmas oh, yeah. in July. And if you don't, absolutely. Yeah, so that's that's the tenant. That's the tenant portion of it. Yes. The tenants are going to be ecstatic. I mean, they're they're going to be the happiest tenants you've ever had. Happy tenants equal happy owners because that's what that's, that's right. just what happens. That's right. But from the from the owner standpoint, our listeners, I know that audience is going like, whoa, well, they're worried. Let's pause that for a second because the play on that. Let's say you're a portfolio owner. Yeah. And we've got a few we work with, and yeah. we're in rehab stages, and we've got houses coming available, and we want to get those leased up. Hey, this neighbor that is one of our tenants all of a sudden says, hey, man, my property manager, can you believe what they just did? They just sent my security deposit back to me. Let me qualify for this new program. Mm -hmm. And like we touched upon earlier, it's going to get these properties rented. So, so if you've fast. got some other availability coming up, there you go. I mean, the, the, just just having that alone should mean that the the time on market, the the, the downtime you have on your, your property is just going to go away. But the, the worry that I know that people have, well, now my, is my property covered? Because I know we have investors are like, oh, three times, uh, three times rent which for security, which you so. can't do. And it's just, but I understand that concept of why they want that. They're worried about less quality. So there's an attorney working. These in. tenants are going to be qualified is the point. Like right. you, there's no actual danger to the owner. The only thing there is, is a cut down on the market time. Yeah, and I say, there's, I no say there's an attorney, and really the attorney that's uh, been working reviewing all this stuff to work with you guys, uh, Monica Gilroy, is our counsel for our Northam chapter in Atlanta. Okay. And, uh, and she's dedicated to uh, landlord-tenant law. And so it's, and it's not just for Georgia. I mean, obviously, she's helping them implement in additional states as well, making sure everything's compliant. <coughs> but back to that point, is that they're doing two times the amount of the original deposit, right? So if it's a thousand dollars, they're covering, covering it up to two thousand. It's like it's like an insurance. It it's is. like a, I mean, it's a rent guarantee or a security deposit guarantee. It's yep. it's it's all of the things that that you want there that you wish there could have been prior to this, but. Every other time that only, I've, I've seen it, it was kind of shammy. The only prior to this has been surety bonds. Yeah. Surety bonds. Yeah. And there's no background checks and qualifications. Exactly. There you go. Everyone gets approved. And, you yeah. Know, it's very common in the multifamily world. And they, that's where this company, I believe, started was a multifamily world. That's why she uses the word apartments a lot. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm trying to educate her to say single family, because we're the single family world. Now, yeah. Have, I do, I do some apartments and stuff, but that's where they're, they're, they're in many states and they're just growing. It's 
I can see this taking off like wildfire. Oh, I can too. Yeah, across Absolutely. many states. I mean, it's definitely something that if, if they're not, if our clients or our, our, our listeners aren't using us, if they're, if they're in a state that, you know, none of us are a yeah. part of, I mean, like they should be bringing this up to their property manager. They, right. they, if they're in, you know, Seattle and they, they're only up there, so whoever, wherever they happen to be, yep. they need to be talking to their property manager about using Hello Rented. And we, we're like this, they're not a, this isn't an ad for them. We have no. ads for, yeah. you know, Roofstock and, yeah. and Filter Easy and Big and, I mean, Richard's downstairs somewhere. But I mean, like, we do ads. We do ads for people all the time if they're people that we use and we like and, hey, this makes sense. But, like, that's not even what this is. Yeah. We just met her downstairs. Yeah, and, this, and, and quite honestly, other than, outside the just direct education piece, this is why we come to these events. Exactly. So we stay, up, stay up to speed on the newest, best things out there that are going to give us an advantage. Yeah, you come to a show and finally find a vendor that has something new. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it takes two, three, four shows to finally go, well, I haven't talked to you. Exactly. I wish I talked to you a year ago. But the other benefit, I always say the other benefit of NARPM and the, the relationship that we all have as property managers is if David's using them and David's going to tell me, hey, I'm using them and I really like exactly. this product. Well, that's how we got Kelly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but there's, you know, there's 180, 90 more people downstairs yeah. that are in the same boat that they would turn around and do the same thing. So it's it's kind of proven in that respect. And then this that word of mouth spreads and uh, product gets out there. Yep. That's that's what we're all here for. I mean, yes, it's to spread that around, and that's what that's why we record this. That's that's we want to get our knowledge to to people that that will hear us and go, oh, I do want to use utilize their knowledge. Hey, if I'm moving to Birmingham or if I'm got, buying, in, you know, any of the markets that that AHI does or any of the any of the, the guests that come on, if, if if it makes sense to go with them, great. Then then they've heard about it. But if they're not, they, at least they have this information now. And that's that's now one question that's what we I did ask Hello Rented before we signed up, you know, what what makes sure how do you make sure that the tenant doesn't do damage? What would they say, Well, I only pay ten bucks a month. Why would they what's their incentive not to damage it? Mm-hmm. Well, if it goes beyond their covered security deposit, say there's a three thousand dollar damage or two thousand dollar guarantee, Hello Rented has an agreement with that tenant that they will go after. So they will go collect on that. Oh, that's really? the tenant's incentive. Sure, it's an agreement. They're signing an agreement. Yeah. 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 So that's that's that would help the tenant. Because their job, from my mind, is to help us find a better tenant. Yeah. Right. A better qualified tenant. Because there's a whole bunch of data points. We yeah, just not just like yeah, they go way those. deep into already. already can we talk, can we talk about that for just a few seconds? Because it's because yeah, we talk about you know, hey, you know, we're gonna get your property rented faster, but we're gonna get your property rented faster with. A better quality right. tenant because they're not looking so at. Please don't think everyone's a hundred percent right. Not because you don't want that. But we talk all the time about you know it. It definitely is more than just your FICO score that that. Well, the crazy thing was a story that she shared that. with us, and David can correct me if I miss any piece of it. But she was talking about a guy that applied for a property, had a great FICO score, plenty of income, and then he decides to apply. Right, so they they do their. This is uh, actually at the renewal. Oh, at the renewal. Oh, at the renewal, okay. they noticed this. Okay. So they use their unconditional uh, data points, and, yeah. and ultimately, somewhere in that process, they figure out the guy's withdrawing from mm-hmm. an APM, ATM, excuse me, five hundred to a thousand dollars a week, right? Oh, he. Yeah, and they figure out the ATM is located inside of a casino. Nice. So they deny the guy based on that, that pattern. The, that yeah, he's probably not pay rent before he goes to gamble. Absolutely. And he was like a it was a higher risk. 
then yeah, sure. from an underwriting standpoint, they right. decide no, he's not worth the risk. Even so, though on paper, looking at him FICO and income wise, he looks fine. He's probably a good risk. Yeah. But having this other piece of information that we would not be able to oh, obtain. Oh no way! I mean, that's the thing is like I, I've seen some of the applicant. I'm like, it seems okay, but I, I have what three points to look at us into it. Yeah. Background, rental history. But, uh, I mean, as, as a landlord yeah. with a portfolio, yeah. I would I would want to say to my property manager, every person that you approve for my properties, I don't apply for this. Absolutely, it for can't that hurt. Why, no, they're not being charged. Yeah, right. I mean, and that, that that kind of blows me away a little bit because you would think they'd want to make some income. Like we want we want application fee income as part right. of our one of our buckets. Yeah, but they're like, oh no, only one person applies, and if they don't get it, they don't have to pay. Yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, that's. I mean, that's what, like, kind of what Trent was saying downstairs. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to pay for I, I can't change my whole everything because, I mean, I, I love, love Trent, Trent. but <laughs> <laughs> I can't change my whole thing. And, and, and it's not what you're having to do. You can, He could do this uh, and keep doing what he's doing, and it changed nothing for him. But so could all of our listeners, all of the property managers, that all of our listeners use us. I want us to be the first people in Birmingham to do that. That just... And, and Oklahoma City and Huntsville and Montgomery yeah. and Mobile. I mean, yeah, the cool thing was they're, they're not yet in Alabama and Oklahoma, so that gives us... <laughs> they will be by the time we make it back to Birmingham, right? I mean, they, they are able, to do, they're able yeah. to do this in those states, but they're not, they don't currently have a client base nope. there. So they awesome. do now. <laughs> they do. But it's it's like, that's the kind of thing that, that will set your properties apart. That's the kind of thing that will set your... Your investment apart, listener. Your the, listener. The other part that stood out to me is, you know, to get set up, and David could probably speak to this. Um, I know Robert Gilstrap was sharing with us. You know, they were asking metrics. So she was asking me some of our metrics, number of units uh, under management, mm -hmm. average rent on your entire portfolio, sure. average percent of, you know, full refunds versus deductions, what's your average deduction yeah. across your portfolio. Just those dynamics, so that all goes into their their calculation of, you know, how they fund, how much and how they inter interact with your with your agency. How much is of their metric? Does anybody know how much how much of the metrics that they look at do they share with property managers or the homeowner? Well, their metrics they'll share everything with you. They have a dashboard that all everything they calculate they'll share with the owner or your company. Um, but I think what you're referring to is the return for the company. Sure. Right. So that's what they're looking at is the, what percentage you could fall to a 5% return or 10% return just for the company for unused security deposits. So let's just say you oh, had, yeah, that's, say yeah, you sorry. had, I don't know, a thousand doors at a thousand dollars, every one of them, you know, or say half of them got you know return and half didn't. If you just did the math at 5%. It's, it's some income, extra income. And ultimately, all uh, of us are looking for I think it engages your property management firm. Yeah. Because, and what I mean by that, and kind of quantify that statement, was to say it, it motivates your property manager to have less less deductions, basically. Okay. okay? But that's going to it's going to make your property manager be eyes on the property. Oh, yeah. Make sure that they're being taken care of and getting the tenant feedback, staying on the tenant, issuing the notices need to be issued to correct issues that, mm -hmm. that are picked up on inspections and such. So so I think it's a win-win. I think it's a win for the client. I think it's a win for the property manager. It's definitely a win for the tenant. Yeah, it's, it's a big win for the tenant. Yeah, and a prospective tenant because that's going to draw them in originally. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, oh, this is, this is what just hit me a second ago. Also think about this from the standpoint of the turnkey provider. We've seen that where they just, 
the idea behind a turnkey provider, you, you I built this home, I, I've rehabbed this thing, place. I've got my tenant in place. Well, how oh hard my. is it always to get that tenant yeah. in place before you try and sell it? Yeah. We've run into that. It's <laughs> like, well, some finding a qualified tenant, well, just throw somebody in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, this fixes that. Right. Now, not only are you able to have a tenant in that turnkey property a lot quicker, you also can, like I said, we have a tenant. It's a qualified so tenant. So an investor buys a house from a roof stock, or not? They don't do. They're not turnkey, but a turnkey investor, they may be. Yeah. Um, Maybe they're supplying product. There is a product like roof stock. Absolutely. Yeah. But there is a qualified tenant approved by Hello Rented. It just says it's a step above. Yeah, absolutely. It's a normal FICO credit and employment. And I like the idea of the dashboard because you know, she's saying, hey, you can then you can go on your dashboard and you can see what we found on this this individual. It just makes so, that, that that tenant more valuable, which makes that property more valuable. Yeah. If you're trying to get that sold quicker, you're gonna get that tenant in there quicker, they're gonna be a better tenant. So it sounds like the conversion operationally, so the conversion, you get that kind of one-time bang of, hey, my existing tenants, I can make this announcement, send it out there. Existing tenants are one-time flip on, a, on the security deposit. New mm -hmm. tenants are a third. So they will put up 33% uh, security deposit. Now some people say, well, how do I rewrite my management agreement? How do I rewrite my lease? And that's where Monica comes in. Right. Monica's already worked with us with the language on those yeah. documents. Mm -hmm. And I think even she's going to work state to state as they move state to state. So she will be their counsel going forward. I'm pretty sure. I'm, that's not, I'm speaking out of turn. They probably will work some out of some agreement. That's sure. my understanding. Right. right. Yeah. So, that means so but also, place. so after you do that one time bang with everything, all your tenants you have in place, mm -hmm. and you offer that out there in Christmas in July. Okay. Yeah. After that, you mentioned earlier the lease renewal piece. Of mm -hmm. So if you've got somebody that take advantage of it on the front end, then at that sure. point you can pick them up. You just remarketing, and they'll have, they'll help you with marketing and wording and flyers and you know digital. What data, to tell them? What to yeah. say? Yeah, how to say it? Yeah, that way you're not trying to recreate the ad. It's really hard to do for a lot of people. Yeah, it is. Yeah. God, that's just that's that's so that blew my mind downstairs, and I was like, hey. We're already going to do this podcast anyway, but that's why when you were running around, I'm like, when you came back, I'm like, can you, can you start over? <laughs> yes, 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 please. Because uh, you know. Somebody needs to hear this again. So that would be. I, sat down, I was I was running around trying to find Kelly and <laughs> sit down and friends like, hey Dina, just let's rewind this, do this whole pitch again. She explained to me that exactly what we just did. Okay, and, and I meantime, think that meant to be like a five minute. Well, I was, but then in the meantime, she picked up two more. Topics. <laughs> My was just Brian. Yeah, it really was. Like, hey Brian, come meet and then Gil Strap and Trent and they go. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it did that that whole this card. It's a very valuable card. I don't think. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited about getting together with that and yeah. and really converting all of our properties essentially to, awesome. to that that platform and getting that done. That's just gonna move everything along a lot quicker. It's it's the next step in technology. It's what we were talking about earlier. It's, it's that what makes your property manager the most efficient property manager for you. Yep. Boom. And like this is multi and single family. It's yeah, the, it's both and all. Yeah. It's it's the virtual assistance of when you work for commercial security. Department. Yeah, we didn't speak to that. You go to that spot. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know why the difference. But. So, so as we, uh, I guess we come to a, toward a wrap up. Yeah, so this is perfect. As we come to a wrap up. I would say, uh, you know, if if you have um, property management needs, your investor uh, in the Atlanta marketplace, uh, David's one of your go to guys yes. there. Um, and David, do you want to give us some contact information on how to reach out to you? Yeah, you can. My, oh, my name is David Lightfritz. Uh, my cell phone number is 678-640-1768. My email is david at kersnergroup.com, and that's K-U-R-Z-N-E-R group.com, david at kersnergroup.com. 
um, website. We'll put, you, we'll put you actually on uh, okay. the podcast link. I'll, I'll okay. put that contact information okay. in there. Yeah, and, uh, and the same for Kelly. If somebody wants to learn more about... Uh, uh, Kelly, oh. I, my direct number is 336-263-8434. It went off earlier. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, my email is kelly.allred, A-L-L-R-E-D, at globalstrategic.com. We'll, we'll put both the all's contact information mm -hmm. in the show notes of the, the episode so that people can also just click it and make it easier. So, so listeners, got, thank you all for coming. Uh, we'll be back. Yeah. So we've had a little bit of a hiatus. But, yeah, but I think we're going to uh, grab a couple episodes. We've got another one coming up tomorrow. We're going to mm -hmm. record with uh, on-site pros, mm -hmm. Phil Owen. Excited about that one. That'll be a great one. We're going to get them both up here? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. We'll yeah, grab Mark. That'd be great. I was talking about so. his daughter. Oh, <laughs> and she'll bring Peter Cotton. She down. sure will. Oh yeah. man, she's adorable. Funny thing is, he. Uh, so I'm standing there talking to uh, Armcoa, yeah. uh, uh, general contractor, yesterday in the trade show area, and this little girl comes up to me, hands me a shot glass with her logo. She on She can't it. be more than uh, four, she's, three she's, or four. She's not even up to my waist. Oh no, she's yeah. like, here, have this shot go. glass. And I'm like, I just totally forgot what I was talking about. Oh yeah, none of us did. It's, so that it's, was that was awesome. I mean, Dina and, and uh, Phil's daughter in the highlights. <laughs> yeah. So, as always, if you want to reach out to Jonathan and I, uh, just reach out to us by, by email. That's uh, podcast. podcast at ahiproperties.com. Podcast at ahiproperties.com. And uh, until next time, uh, just keep investing. Oh, something about hitting your head on the floor. Yeah, don't hit your head on the floor. I, I forget. We got to we we that work better. on that. But, I know. Uh, uh, we, we came up with a, or well, I think Kim. <laughs> Kim did. Kim came up with a really. With the mind of a staff account. So Damn, that's a dangerous strange. place sometimes. But, uh, anyway. So don't hit your head on the door frame. <laughs> Let us do it first or something. <laughs> Anyways, until thank you so time, much. Thanks so much. <laughs> Bye. The songs Lobby Time, Retro Future Clean, and Rocket Power were created by Kevin McLeod of Incomputech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Visit creativecommons.org licenses by 3.0 on the web.